Hello, hello, and Happy New Year, and welcome to a new episode of Ramblings from Two Meddling Kids. I'm Edward Hunt, hosting with Mike Cunningham, and we are the Meddling Kids. And today, we're going to be reviewing Four Runes. Since it's the new year, and this movie is set on New Year's Eve, we thought, hey, what a fun way to bring in the new year with an anthology movie of sorts. And yeah, it's definitely moving. <laughs> for, Shot on film. Too. Yeah. <laughs> for those of you joining us for the first time, or if you'd like a quick reminder, uh, what we do is we give you a spoiler-free review. We're not going to tell you what happens in the movie. We're not going to spoil anything. We're going to give you a scale of zero to five just to let you know, hey, what do we think of the movie? If you haven't seen this movie, great. Take this review. Maybe go see it. Then make sure you come back, and then we'll actually give you a play-by-play, and then just go through the movie. Mike, you ready to get started? Yep. All right, go for it. Spoiler for review. What do we Spoiler got? Spoiler for review. Um, so it's interesting, this four rooms. What I love about watching stuff from like like older mm-hmm. Hollywood or whatever it is, is seeing its impact on the on modern times. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So like this anthology, obviously it's been, mm-hmm. anthology has been done like always, but it was just like, it's interesting watching this and then seeing specs of it in current things. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. Because I feel like... Um, Family Guy did it mm-hmm. with like uh, I think the four directors or something like that. Oh, right, very right, similar. Right. Yeah. It was just like it was one story, mm-hmm. but they shot it from different. So it was like Tarantino, Wes Anderson, mm-hmm. Michael Bay, or something like yeah, that, or Jerry, Jerry Bruckheimer, whatever it is. But it was just like telling one story from the different perspectives of different um, directors. So like I think that was cool. Um, you did. I think you definitely saw. I, like we were just talking. Like it's the height of mm-hmm. both Quentin Tarantino and. Yep. Uh, Robert Rodriguez. Sure. I yeah, think yeah. shortly after they would work on something together. Mm-hmm. Damn, I can't remember. <laughs> I, know, I can't remember the name of the yeah. Here, I'm just going to pause you really quick. Yeah. So for those, if you don't know what Four Rooms is, as Mike said, it's an anthology style movie. It all takes place in one hotel with mm-hmm. our conduit character there, uh, Tim Roth. And he's going through as the bellhop, but there are four different rooms in this hotel on New Year's. And there's a different story that's directed by a different director yes, for each room. Just, yeah, very different than your traditional Hollywood movie, yeah. in case you don't know. So, yeah. oh, that didn't give a rating. So I, I, I appreciated seeing the different styles from mm-hmm. the different directors. They, they all had their different quirks and everything like that. I would give it a two. Okay. It was... I think I really truly enjoyed Tim Roth's character. Okay. Because once again, I didn't meet him until later in life. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. seeing obviously he's a, an amazing actor. But I met him later in life. So seeing him kind of play this like quirky character, like kind of dim witted, but mm-hmm. like young and like he he gave me like um Ernest from the um the yeah. Ernest <laughs> the School series and okay. stuff like, okay. like yeah. hey Burn and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. He gave me very uh, much like that. So it was like Really nice to see him as a young actor. Yeah. Because I hadn't seen, outside of like your Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction, which I saw later in life, I hadn't really seen him. Yeah. He's, he's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah. But those, like those two movies where I really know him. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think he really shines in this. But mm-hmm. he was also, I get a bit too dim-witted at times. It was <laughs> Once again, the earnest of it all. Yeah. It, was like, it was very much like, okay, nobody's that dumb. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but... I think it was interesting the way they tried to tie the stories together without really making it look doing like a crash mm-hmm. where like everything had to, oh, you know, everything had to mesh. Yeah, you know, yeah. Well, so I thought that was cool. But like, yeah, the the stories were, man, I mm-hmm. feel like they could have taken more time to, to tell this. It was very much like an SNL sketch. Yes. Um, <laughs> Each one's a long yeah. sketch. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, it was, like I said, it was cool, but I think Tim Roth really shines. But outside of that, it, it's, you know, kind of. Under underwhelming in yeah. a way. 
Um, I, I think the the cast, the the people they got at the time, you know, Jennifer Bills, mm-hmm. like I said, Tim Roth, Tarantino, obviously casting Tarantino as he does. Right. <laughs> well, he's the director; he can cast whoever he wants. Frustrating as shit. Man. Like I said, I realized <laughs> it was right after Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. He's slapping his his own face in there yep. like a jackass. <laughs> a lot of talking from him, yeah. and it was very much uh, similar to the scene from both Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. With him and the um, when uh, with the the ejection. Okay. Yes. And then yeah, the, the opening needle, scene, yeah. the diner scene from Reservoir Dogs, mm-hmm. when he was just yapping, yapping, yeah, yapping. for sure. It's called a monologue, sir. Um, all right, it's art. All right, it's high art, is what that is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so all in all, I'll give it a two. Tim Roth shines. The stories were fine, but they you know, kind of like mm-hmm. they come and go. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the acting was fine. I think they knew what they were all in, mm-hmm. so it was just like it wasn't like over or underacted. Uh, there was a, some funny comedic bits, especially yeah. with um, Marissa Tomei's character, mm-hmm. uh, which, which was interesting. Um, but yeah, so just fine. Yeah, I definitely, I guess, give it a look. Yeah, um, I wouldn't say don't watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel the same. Actually, I was thinking too. Like the first half of the movie, I didn't really care for. It. So mm-hmm. there's four stories. I'm not going to tell you, but the first two stories, meh. Eh. But they're also from the directors that I didn't know well. Yeah, yeah. And the Allison Anders and uh, Alexander uh, Rockwell. Rockwell. Yeah, yeah. I, so I don't know. And it was like even looking up what they had done, mm-hmm. never heard of it. Yeah. So around that time. I don't uh, think they've done all, even afterwards. Well. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like afterwards, mm-hmm. not much. So at that time, um, Anders had done this thing called Gas, Food, and Lodging or something okay. like that. Okay. Never heard of it. Yep. It was around like 94, 92. And then the guy uh, at Rockwell had mm-hmm. done. In the soup and somebody to love. Okay, and I only recognize somebody to love because I think uh, what's her name? God damn it, Mookie. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna, oh, it's gonna play me. But it was like, yeah, a, a notable actress at the mm-hmm. time from yeah. uh, In Living Color and uh, from Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing. Okay, can't remember her name. Something with an R. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they hadn't done much, so that's why you could tell like their mm-hmm. their stories were. Interesting, I guess, but yeah. like they kind of just fell by the wayside. I think, and they just they weren't executed very well. I yeah. feel for those first two, they were kind of sporadic, a little all over the place. I think Tim Roth settled into the movie mm-hmm. very well, but I think especially in those t- first two roles, yeah. he was. Man, I thought he was like kind of tweaking out on something. Yeah. A little. he was like he was like twitching all the mm-hmm. time, and I was like little much and then like later on when we get to it there's a time where he like settles down he's on the phone i'm like there he is mm-hmm. there's that phenomenal actor yeah. who did a who did a great job so yeah so the first two like first two shorts meh third and fourth shorts i like those more i like those a lot more. i think also it's the fact that the first two especially the first one was i guess star-studded i didn't mm-hmm. know all of those women yeah madonna madonna obviously yeah. <laughs> um but I think it was like there, at the time, like Ioni Sky, I believe her name mm-hmm. is. Like she was, like she had had her breakout role in something. Yeah. Around, so it was, I think it was leaning on the the, the celebrity of it all. Mm-hmm. Like the because obviously it's an ensemble cast, but like that one especially had the most. Yeah. Characters. Of, yeah. Um. <clears throat> so I think they were kind of that story was leaning into that. Mm-hmm. The second one, only two characters, but it was just like that. The, they were big actors at the time as well. Yeah. And it, that one was kind of. Con- I was I mean, all it, over it, the place. It, My it, big it, note for that second one is what the fuck. I was, like, I was just like, what is going on right now? But it was like, I guess I didn't recognize. It was, I think they should have split up uh, Tarantino and um, mm-hmm. uh, what's his name? Rodriguez. Okay. Yeah. Like put Rodriguez <clears throat> earlier because yeah. like having... Tarantino, that was my favorite. Like, mm-hmm. Tarantino short at the end was my favorite yeah. of the four and it was a great way to end the movie. 
But with the lead up to that, that's why I give it a two out of four or two out of five. Interesting at times, interesting concept. You, they kind of try to tie everything together. I like a good anthology series when the overarching story is tied together mm-hmm. well. Yeah. They kind of flubbed it on this, in my opinion. There's like a couple calls like, okay, cool. She's calling that from that one they, scene. They did try. I think uh, it was like very few. Th- it was exactly. subtle. There were very like two subtle. or three Outside things. of the one character from the third going into the sorry, yeah, second, to, second the to the fourth. Yeah. Um, outside of that. And then the... <clears throat> Yeah, it was very, very subtle. It was, or like mentions or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, but not too much in the crossover. Yeah, and I don't think, and I don't think it was handled that great. Mm-hmm. But either way, two out of five, interesting. Would I see it again? Maybe uh, at least like the. Well, I'm also biased. I love the fourth story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll talk about it more. It's based on a short story by Roald Dahl. Yes, um, love that. I love Roald Dahl. He's a phenomenal author. Uh, but yeah, so would I see it again? Definitely that fourth one and the third one potentially. The first half, I think it's kind of hit or miss, and it's a little <clears throat> interesting. But hey, at least it was quick, though. I it will was, say that each yeah. one, like the Tarantino, seemed very long winded because it was so ex- so much exposition. Mm-hmm. But the first two kind of just went by with a breeze, which can hurt or help you. Yeah, you know. exactly. Because it's, yeah, runtime was what in this? The hour and thirty eight minutes. Hour thirty. Yeah, so pretty short, quick movie, and then hour and thirty eight. Divide that by four with some in, you know interspersed scenes with uh, Tim Roth in it. Solid. So. Should you see it? Eh, check it out. I think, yeah, check it out. And then you tell us what you think. <laughs> now, before we uh, hop into some more background in our play-by-play, let's hear a quick word from our sponsors. Uh, Just Be. Uh, I am the Just Be team, or I am one of the members of the Just Be team. We are real estate agents here in the DMV. If you're looking to buy or sell a home in D.C., Maryland, or Virginia, we got you. We also work with Compass is our brokerage, and they are a nationwide brokerage, and they are absolutely phenomenal. And if you... Don't even live in the DMV, but still need to buy or sell a home. Feel free to reach out to me and I will connect you with a phenomenal agent no matter where you are in the United States. Also, just a quick sneak peek. I'll probably mention at the end. I'm working on a comic. I have my artist. I'll be leaking stuff out periodically. I'm very excited to let everyone see, but I I think it's good, but I'm biased. All right. Let's get some background on this movie, Mike. What do you think? Okay. Four Rooms is, like you said, we've said it several times, the anthology series. There's four different uh, directors. Mm -hmm. You have Alison Anders, Andre Rockwell, Robert Rodriguez, and Quentin Tarantino. Each one of them have wrote and directed Mm -hmm. uh, a separate story. Uh, It's starring throughout the different, Mm -hmm. and we don't have to like say which ones they were a part of, but uh, Tim Roth, Jennifer Beals, Sammy Davis. (laughs) I had to look who who the hell that was. Madonna, Ioni Sky, Lily Taylor, Marissa Tomei, uh, Kathy Griffin, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bruce Willis, which was uncredited. Uncredited. Yes, yes. And I was looking into this. Apparently, it had something to do with the SAG. Yes. Was like, but yeah. I was reading it and it was saying like uh, he had violated the rules because he couldn't have a speaking role or something like that. So what, I looked into it as well. With Bruce Willis, he didn't get paid for his role. He mm-hmm. did it as a favor to okay. Quentin Tarantino because he thought it would be fun. However, since he did this but was not paid it, and he had such a prominent role, it violated SAG. Oh, so it was the other way. So there they way. were going to like fine him and make it a whole big thing but then how it worked out was they just said Bruce was like I, I won't be credited for the movie and they're like alright that's fine then and then that's how it works out but yeah SAG was like no 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 but they figured it out afterwards also Summer Hike was in it mm-hmm. um, as the uh, the dancer on the TV Oh, because it's very, okay. I don't know. If, oh, from Dust Till Dawn that's what they did yes. afterwards got you yeah so yeah, it yeah. was like from I guess they were shooting that around the same mm-hmm. time um, because I feel like she was wearing the same exact costume. She might have been, yeah. They reused, smart. That's called um, economics. And Alicia Witt, I don't I, like. She's been in stuff that I've mm-hmm. seen like recently. But yeah, so a huge cat, yes. like not necessarily huge, maybe like 
to 20. Yeah, like because that. each each besides Tim Roth, each uh, story has different characters yes. or different actors. Except mm-hmm. for once, she has a little bit of a crossover. Yeah, but yeah. Jennifer Beals. Yes. Um, but yeah, so the tagline <laughs> this movie is a new comedy compliments of the house. Okay. Um, like we said, the runtime is an hour and 30 mm-hmm. minutes. Uh, it was released on Christmas Day in 1995. Okay. They were really, they were ready for New Year's. Yeah. They were like, hey, check this movie out. Which, I New hate, Year's. which is dope. Yeah. There's nothing like having a Halloween movie that comes out in all, uh, April. Yeah, exactly. You're just like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, the budget was $4 million and it made about $4 million, So, But I think this seemed like a, a throwaway, just a fun yeah. between, you know, mm-hmm. fellow directors and actors and stuff like that. Because, like I said, I think it was between while the um, Tarantino and Rodriguez mm-hmm. were shooting from Dust Till Dawn, maybe, yeah. or something like that. Um, the rate, so the Rotten Tomato score is a 13 and wow. the audience score okay. is a 69. Oh, so wow. I think okay. it might be one of those things where, like yeah. you said, especially fans of Tarantino. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just cause he only has a very limited, um, mm-hmm. a very limited, uh, filmography. Yes. So it's like, and especially at that time, like you, you saw his, his different work. So it was like anything that he's a part of, you, you want to support. So mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that's why the audience score is a bit higher than the. Yeah. It ends on a good note. Yeah, it, does. it ends on like a. It ends on and that's all crazy Tarantino. Chaotic, so. And that's all Tarantino. Where you know you can be walked in this movie and you're like, mm, I don't really know how I'm feeling about it. And then the, that last one, yeah. and you're like, Oh yeah, it's pretty good. All Especially because right, it was so much talking, and then it, to get to what it was, what it was, yeah. it was just like real quick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's like kind of the background. Uh, a quick summary is just like a new bellhop, Ted. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> has no idea what he's in store for. Yeah, as he he's working um at a Hollywood hotel mm-hmm. on New Year's Eve. Sure, um, and yeah. yeah, that's kind of the the full you know mm-hmm. quick summary, if you will. For sure. Well, let's hop into the actual summary. All okay. right, where do we got? Where do we so, see? So we open up. It's title card says New Year's Eve mm-hmm. at Hotel Monsignor. Yep, uh, and you have voiceover from an old man who mm-hmm. is the old bellhop. Yeah. Who is, uh, I guess, training or giving some backstory uh, to the new bellhop who is Ted? Yep. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, you know, telling stories about how <laughs> terrible. <his job> yeah. <laughs> he's so, an old man. How is he still the, been moving around for this job? <laughs> um, so you see, like, shots of his room because mm-hmm. obviously, no, obviously, but the bellhop has a has quarters in yep. the hotel where they, they can rest. Yeah. So he there's like pictures, and you see kind of his his history in the hotel. He's telling stories. Real bitter about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hates the hat. Hates yeah. the <laughs> Hates the people. Um, and he just, I think the, he, you know, gives him the kind of the 411 about the building. Mm-hmm. And then he tells him, the last thing he says, uh, keep your. Keep your dick in your pants. Keep, keep your dick in your pants, kids. All right. <laughs> Wise words from this bellhop. <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> you know, it's a little bit of foreshadow there. And then it's really cool because they have this uh, this uh, this opening credits. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very similar to like uh, I was reading like the Pink Panther. Oh, I, yeah, I never watched anime. the original. Yeah, Pink the Panther. animation going. It was pretty yeah, funny. Yeah. yeah, it was really cool, kind of showing you. I guess giving you a hint of what what'll happen mm-hmm. um, throughout the film. Um, and Tim, <laughs> some kind of navigating his night. And then the next title card shows up, and we get the first. Um, the first room, which mm-hmm. is the honeymoon suite. Yes. And this is titled uh, The Missing, missing ingredient. Ingredients. Yes. The Missing Ingredient. <laughs> what could be missing? So 
start of the night, you have different um, guests coming in mm-hmm. to check into the honeymoon suite. Yes, a so, bunch of women are checking into the yes. honeymoon suite. I was, I was like, what is going on? That's <laughs> <what> I was, <laughs> yeah. So it was like first Madonna and her daughter, or yeah. her stepdaughter of some sort. I don't know. Yeah, but it was weird because she's like, it was her daughter, but she was like, well, then, then why are we? Sleeping, sleeping, yeah, yeah, why are we sleeping, sleeping together? together? And I was just like. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm like, oh, interesting. You have teens. <laughs> I am now But yeah, so it was weird. So like Madonna, her daughter, quote unquote, checks in. Yeah. Uh, and then another woman is like um, walking through the halls asking mm-hmm. for the honeymoon suite. She was like, yeah. no, where's the suite where the love is going to be? Yeah, where the, where's the suite where the love making happens? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so it was just like, hmm. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> and so now we have a total of six women check in mm-hmm. to the yes. honeymoon suite. Um, different, you know, I don't, I didn't get all their names. No, nah, well, there's like, well, there's Jezebel, Athena, Elspeth, Raven, Kira, Kira, and Eva. And Eva. And yeah. there might be one more. No, it was only six. Oh, it was only six. It was, okay. it was the yeah. five and then Kira. Five, yeah, five and Kira. Kira. You're absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, they check in, um, and then Kira, I think, and so Tim's like helping with bags and Kira mm-hmm. mentioned something about a ritual. Like there's yes. a, there's a, a back and forth between, and this is what mm-hmm. they're confusing about, uh, Madonna and Alicia Witt, mm-hmm. and Kira and Espeth, yeah, characters uh, as far as their relationship, because uh, they're going back and forth talking. And Kira mentions a ritual, mm-hmm. and like, she kind of gets immediately like kind of reprimanded. Yeah, um, don't tell them about the yeah, ritual. Yeah. Tim is, sorry, not Tim. It's Ted. Ted. That's why yeah. I kept messing that up as I was Ted. taking notes. Yeah, Ted in the movie. The bell hop's name is Ted. So when we talk about his Ted, is Ted. Tim, so, <laughs> gonna get it right. Yeah. I believe in you. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so we get the rest of the women there, and they mention that they're performing a ritual to bring back their goddess, uh, Diana. Yes, who was turned into stone in this very room. Yes, on this very night. Yeah, on this very night in this yeah. very room. Okay. Um, and then they kind of admit to being like witches. Or yeah, something. they're a par- they're part of a, a coven. coven yeah. yeah, and they like have their ingredient list, and they send Ted out to procure all the you know salt, raw meat, mm-hmm. liver, yeah. or, you know, rosemary, thyme. They're making a delicious soup, you know, that kind of stuff. And then as they go along, so then they start the ritual. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So each one of them has has an ingredient that mm-hmm. they need to add to a cauldron that's in the middle of the room. Yeah. They've been, each one of them has been inside, assigned an ingredient. Sweat from five man's thighs, tears from a year, blood of a virgin. Um, I'm blanking on another one. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> at least you had it. I was just like, stuff, stuff, <laughs> lots of stuff. And it's like, oh, also like, don't forget the gratuitous nudity out of nowhere. It was really weird. It but was it was like, also, so I was a little upset about it, but mm-hmm. I was just like, no, a woman directed this. So it wasn't like a yeah. man forced, you know. Yeah, exactly. Because all of a sudden, like you go and like, there's one, she's meant to be. This Ava and. And then another the other the woman. other woman yes yeah. but and they're meant to kind of be more like the eye can't like they're the blonde you know yeah. like younger and like they're like well the ritual started let's take off our tops and I was like because <laughs> it was like only two of them did it so I was yeah. just like so that's a choice like, yeah that's a choice yeah exactly <laughs> it's not a requirement. Not all five only two of the five did it so I was very much like but why though I mean okay but why though so then <laughs> it comes to Ava's turn or Eva, yes, Eva yeah either or and she says. So she was. <laughs> I did. I, I busted out laughing with this. <laughs> Can't even say that loud. So she was supposed to procure semen. Yes. And she goes on this story about how, like, she was procuring it, procuring it. She was getting it, and then she accidentally swallowed. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I, which is, I got too hot and swallowed because everything rhymes going up to yeah. this, and then it rhymes. Like, but then I got too hot and swallowed it. And I'm like. What? 
and I was like, all right, yeah, yeah. there you go. That's so <laughs> comedy aside. Mm-hmm. Um, she that we're missing one ingredient. This yes. is the missing ingredient, which is the semen. The semen. So, I where think, could they get semen from? <laughs> where could they get it? <laughs> so Tim arrives with uh, I guess something or yeah. whatever with the other sort of like the rib yeah, the liver salt, all the yeah. other random stuff they need. So he arrives, so they decide either it's like you need to mm-hmm. procure the semen from the belt. You have one hour to procure yeah. semen, yeah. and then who knocks on the door? Ted. <laughs> so then he comes in, and then so it was funny. So mm-hmm. like uh, I can't remember which one. I think maybe Athena. Yes, uh, but she says she paid him fifty dollars to make Eva smile. Yes. So he goes over to her because she's like obviously upset because mm-hmm. she's failed her the coven. He has no idea why. Yeah. You know? So she, and her shirt is off for whatever reason. Yep, yep. So he goes over immediately and he takes off his coat as a gentleman does and gives it to her so she mm-hmm. can cover up. And then he goes up once and this, this is the playfulness of Tim yeah. Roth's character. Mm-hmm. This is what I was like, I love this guy. Yeah. Uh, he tries to make her smile, so he's like, like. Pretending to be like a monkey. Yeah, or he's a making monkey noises, horse noises, whinnying. And he's like, <laughs> and she's like, they want, they don't give a, he- a fuck if you make yeah. me not sad. Yeah, yeah. I'm supposed to get semen. <laughs> <laughs> you get semen from you. And she explains everything that happened here. So, yeah, so she walks up, about the, the, uh, talks about the goddess and mm-hmm. what happened to her. Apparently, like, uh, she was tricked um, on her wedding night or something. Something happened for sure. And <laughs> turned the stone out of the virgin. Plot happened, right? <laughs> With this story. So eventually, mm-hmm. Ted does the deed. Does the deed. Gets the- does it quite well. It does it quite well. Because <laughs> again, he's such an awkward dude. He's stuttering. Yeah. He's stumbling mm-hmm. on everything. But I think that's what he was saying. It was yeah. early in the film, so I don't know if they shot these in order. Yeah, I don't know. But it was very much to see his progression as a character. Yeah, and that's where right. Tim Ross settling into this character mm-hmm. because he was very, like I said, it was very much like fucking Ernest. Yeah, or like uh, the Pink Panther or some mm-hmm. shit like that. He was just a, a bumbling idiot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he lays it. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> language. <laughs> so, so Ted has has sex with Ava. She gets a coitus. Sir, please. We're, this is a family show. This is a family show. Long. <laughs> <laughs> so they do the deed. She gets the ingredient that she needs. He leaves. Yeah, uh, she also gives him her number. Yeah, she said, "Call me." Yeah. So uh, they were very. Uh, uh, considering she also like hypnotized him for this action. That was too. Yeah, was like, he was like, he he she tells him that they need to have sex. And she's yeah. like, oh, I can't do that. Yeah. He's like, nope. Because that was just one rule mm-hmm. from Sam. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sam from said, "Keep your dick in your pants." <laughs> and then so she kind of puts him in a trance, yep. and they do the deed. She gets what she needs. The women come back in they finish the ritual mm-hmm. and that's diana yeah. yeah that's it and then, the, the stone that was mm-hmm. keeping the their goddess uh trap cracks and diana uh emerges from the cauldron yes and it literally and that's it end of that and we don't see anything else so right what we've learned is one tim i had laying it yeah and then two <laughs> witches exist and magic is real and magic is real exactly and <laughs> what's happening in the realm of this movie <laughs> and with proper preparation and planning anything <laughs> is possible so then right before we get the next title card mm-hmm. tim is back downstairs at the in the lobby yep and he gets a call from a party going on mm-hmm. and these junk guys are saying they need ice yep and they can't figure out what room they're in. So they mm-hmm. say 404, but I thought we were on the fifth floor. So yeah. they're in 409. Mm-hmm. So they settle on 404. Yep. And that is the title card for the next mm-hmm. uh, the next uh, 
Short? Yeah, short. Let's call them shorts. Okay. Yeah, shorts. Um, it's vignette, but anyway, shorts. Yeah. <laughs> so the next short, the title of our comes up is Room 404. Mm-hmm. And this one is titled uh, wrong The Wrong Man. Yep. So Tim brings the ice to mm-hmm. Room 404. Yep. And the wrong room. As it, <laughs> the wrong room, yes. <laughs> as we'll find out later. Yeah. Uh, but so he brings it in, he opens the door, and it the room is all pitch in, black. Pitch black. Yeah. And when he's. The lights turned on. There's a guy named Siegfried. Yep, Siegfried. Yep. Who is pointing a gun at him. Mm-hmm. And he has a woman uh, tied up to a yeah. chair with a gag in her yep. mouth. Her name is Angela. And her name is Angela, <laughs> his wife. Yes. And he immediately uh, tells, you know, Ted, like, accuses Ted of sleeping mm-hmm. with his wife. Yeah. And it's interesting because he keeps calling him Theodore. Mm-hmm. You know, his name is Ted. So he was like, oh, it's just a mix up. That's not my name. You know, that's yeah. not my name. I've never seen this woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is back and forth. And it was like really interesting because the guy, David uh, Provell, mm-hmm. they, uh, who plays Siegfried, okay. I know him. I know okay. him from so many things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's an amazing actor. So mm-hmm. it's just like, he's like drunk. He's taking pills. Like, yeah. so he's obviously like kind of out of he's his He's super neurotic and paranoid. It's yeah. like, this is it's weird. It's, there's some weird energy in this room. <laughs> <laughs> the vibes are off. <laughs> but so like, what was interesting. So like he has, like I said, he's pointing mm-hmm. a, a gun at, uh, at uh, Ted. Mm-hmm. And then he goes into another room, or no, he answers the phone or something. Like he that? answers the phone at one. He goes in the bath. He answers the phone at one point. No, I think it's the bathroom first. First, so he goes into the bathroom and he leaves Ted with the gun. Yeah, and the wife is like, "Do something! <laughs> do something! What are you doing? He's looking something. at him like, yeah. do something!" And he's just like, once again, this bumbling idiot again. Mm-hmm. It's one early in the in the yeah. film, so still this bumbling idiot. <laughs> the husband <laughs> comes back. And he gives him the gun. He like, just hands it back. And he's like, <laughs> like okay. Theodore Middleton. Yeah. <laughs> like, Siegfried gave him the chance. Like, he was just like, hey, you don't have to. Like, you know, you could stop all of this, basically. <laughs> so, like, he apologized. Like, he forces him to apologize for some reason. Yeah, like, apologize for saying, yeah. Slaying, yeah, saying that his wife didn't sleep with a man yeah. or something like that. My big, again, my big note for this one was what the fuck. I was yeah. just, I'm trying to follow along. I'm trying to, like, it's just, there's so much chaotic stuff going on right now. I'm like. Okay. Yeah, so it's okay. really weird. They leave, he uh Siegfried leaves again, like leaves the goes into the bathroom again. Yeah. And then this is when uh Ted ungags mm-hmm. like so I think she spit the spit the rope out of her mouth. So yeah. he takes the gag out of her mouth and she t- like they talk mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, You gotta do something. Like, what are you doing? And he's yeah. just like, I, I I won't I refuse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Ted, what do you <laughs> Well she tells him it's a game now too, right? She's like, This is no, a I game think she we did, play. I think she did say something about just play along yeah, and you'll be she's fine. Like, well, I think she said this is a game we like to play. Oh, okay. Like, See, I didn't hear that. I, yeah. I heard it more along the lines. It was just like she she's not really in fear of her life. Yeah. She like just but if you, because her husband's going through something, so if you just let him play it out. Yeah. But then, then it also said, like, this is a game we like to play. So I think that's where it was confusing. It was, okay. It was and confusing. I think that's okay. Because yeah. I didn't hear that part. I, yeah. Obviously, later, you, mm-hmm. you do see that she's kind of in on it. Yeah. But I didn't hear that part up into that point. Yeah, I think they're role playing. Apparently, they're role playing, but yeah, it's very serious. And yeah. Other so, stuff's like, still happening. So, like, Ted as has he's no idea. Yeah. So, like, she tells him, just play the game. So, like, he puts the gag back in her mouth. Mm-hmm. And, like, the position that he's in mm-hmm. on her. Yes. Siegfried comes in. And was just like I was just starting to trust you because mm-hmm. he was like I think he told him his, no so um Tim sorry, damn it Ted Ted escapes to the bathroom tries mm-hmm. to get out of the window and this was a, a very cool no, that was after he has a heart attack oh oh yeah so it was yeah, like yeah. he comes he comes back in after seeing them mm-hmm. in a you know a very suggestive you know yeah, position yeah. and he has like a it wasn't a heart attack or it just like well so he like clutched his heart and they said give me my nitro I know he pills. just collapses yeah, I think he was saying he was having a heart attack yeah. or something and like, so like yeah Siegfried comes back in the room after seeing Ted with his wife 
he collapses and tells Ted to go in the bathroom to get his Well, there was nibbling on the ear. So as you said, with the position he comes yeah. in, Ted is leaning over his uh, over Angela, the wife, who's still bound. And he's like, now nibble on her ear. And then like this whole thing. And then Ted, and they keep calling Ted Theodore. Because yeah. that's what they think his name is. And this also confused me. Because I'm like, because he says, how do you know my name is Theodore? No mm-hmm. one calls me Theodore yeah. on this. Thing. Well, well that, was after, that was afterwards. Like, yeah, that was before. Whole- then he kisses him. He has this whole long rant about, I am Ted, not Theodore. He kisses was... him, I thought. And then he has a heart attack. Okay. And then he oh, goes, yeah, no, yeah, so then the guy has the yeah, heart you're attack. Right, you're right, you're right. And then while he's looking for the nitro pills, he like runs into the bathroom, is looking around, sticks his head out the window and starts calling for help. Yeah. Not good under pressure, this guy, right? At least right now. He gets better under pressure. <laughs> I would say it was a very cool scene. Mm-hmm. It was very Wes Anderson-esque. Yes. Yeah. Where so it was like, so Ted's body is out of the window. Mm-hmm. And you see this shot where you see... Him, it's like the screen, you see him outside of the window and inside the bathroom. Yeah. And it was a very, very well shot. Yeah, from like the set, like that wall yeah. dividing it. Yeah. And so like a guy is also sticking his head out of the mm-hmm. window from the floor above. The one who called him press. Yes. Yes. And it was like, so that's what, and that's what, so he said, t- t- turns around and was like, can you get help or whatever? Yeah. And the guy's like, ice. And he throws up. And it was, <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Oh, yeah. like, first, like, I don't like seeing Bob. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But so that was that 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 was the party that it called for the ice. Yes, know, that was the party that called. So then he runs back in the bathroom, and Angela he helps Angela up because she was tipped over. Yeah. gets the gag out of her mouth, and she's like, "Where are the pills? Where are the pills?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Well, I don't know. I couldn't find them." He's like, "Untie me. I'll find them." And then and then Siegfried just was <laughs> all of a sudden like fucking Michael Myers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> has suddenly recovered, yeah. and he's like. Um, He's like standing behind Ted. So then this is when it gets once again weird again. So now Angela is bragging about how Ted, mm-hmm. how she's had sex with Ted and he has yeah. such a great, you know, dick and all. That. Yeah. Well, because like Siegfried, he faked the heart attack to yeah. see if Angela liked him. So when he felt the care in her voice, that's when he woke up or he mm-hmm. stopped having the heart attack. But then Angela gets upset. And then, as you said, starts telling Siegfried, well, Ted and I have fucked and he mm-hmm. has the biggest cock in the world. <laughs> and then Siegfried's like devastated by yeah. all of this. And I'm like, what is going what on? What is going on? <laughs> so then, Ted has had enough. Yep. He escapes, <laughs> escapes the room. Mm-hmm. And as he's leaving, yeah. another guy was like, yo, buddy, you know where 404 yeah. is? The one from the party upstairs asking for the ice, he like stumbles No, down. no, no. So what it was, it mm-hmm. was the guy that was supposed to. Yes, yes, yeah. But they so met him at the party yeah. upstairs. So mm-hmm. it was another one of the party goers yeah. upstairs whose name was Theodore. Yeah. Stumbles down and you said, hey. Yeah. You know so it was, and also is? I noticed like, so 404 did not have all of the numbers on it. Yes. It said 40 you know, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So like now <laughs> the guy is asking for his room. And Ted is like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so Theodore now goes into 404 and you get the a recreation. You hear it. Like, so you don't yes. see it, but you mm-hmm. hear outside the door. It was like, uh, I think, uh, what's his name? Siegfried, Siegfried. talking the gun. Yep. And it was like, not to like not to talk about how late you were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like your your timing is you know horrible, whatever. Yeah. And then they start reenacting. It's the same the exact same thing. Scene. And I'm like, okay, so, so it is a game they play. So I think... And once again, piecing. That's why I love doing this. Like, I was like piecing it together. So they met at the party on the fifth floor. Yes. Told Ted to meet them in Told their room. Theodore. Theodore. Theodore, Theodore to meet to them. meet them in their room. Yes. And then the confusion was Ted the bell the ice. Yeah. Went to the wrong room because I think Siegfried had no idea who the guy was. Yes. Angela knew who the guy was supposed to be, but mm-hmm. Angela didn't just care. played along. Angela just played along. She was totally fine. But yeah, and then they just recreate the same exact thing that happened with Ted with the actual guy, Theodore. But Theodore probably had sex with both of them. So, you know, and they kept it moving. And that was 
Number two. That was the wrong man. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the wrong man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So then. <laughs> oh, my God. Halfway there, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the next title card pops mm-hmm. up, and it's from room three hundred nine, mm-hmm. and it is called the misbehavior. The misbehavior. I think it's, it's misbehaviors, right? Misbehaviors. Yeah, yes. yeah. I just I'm a horrible at spelling. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> like you said it right. <laughs> so Ted gets a call from three hundred nine, mm-hmm. and it was also interesting seeing the switchboard. Yes, like yeah, that was, old nineties. Cool I guess because this hotel had been out forever. So yeah. whenever a room calls the bellhop on the desk. He actually has the switchboard, and I'm like, yeah, to like plug it in to like talk to them. Yeah, it's very interesting. But yeah, so uh, the guy, I don't, I, it's just husband and wife. Yep. We, they didn't, we didn't yes. get, the, we got the kids' names, but not Antonio the, Banderas. Yes, and <laughs> looking <laughs> suave as ever, yeah, as he does, yeah, as he does. And he has yes. passion. <laughs> so he orders a bottle of champagne to his room, and after he orders it, you see him, he and his family mm-hmm. in the bathroom getting ready for a party. Yeah. And so it's his wife and two kids, and like so he's combing his son's hair, his mm-hmm. wife is combing the daughter's hair. And like <laughs> there's some strength in this marriage right now, it seems. A little right. bit, a yeah. little bit, but not so much. Like yeah. it was it was a bit, but not too much. Yeah, like, it's there's strife as they're like combing the hair and figuring out that he's like, You have your mother's hair, I can't do anything with yeah. this. And they send the kids out. And then they have like this I like this. He was like, Are we gonna have fun tonight? He yeah. was like, he just like like blows a cigarette and yeah, into, her, into face. her face, and yeah. then like he just changes his mind, and they get like it was like yeah, it was like this relationship was weird. Odd. Um, <laughs> so like yeah, they're, they're getting ready. The kids are sitting in front of the TV, mm-hmm. and then the parents are talking and saying like once again he was like, do you want to have fun tonight? Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, if we leave the kids, we yeah. we will be able to have fun. Yeah. And so like she was like, leave them here. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they have the TV. Yeah, they have TV. They're fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they tell the kids, you know. You're gonna stay here. Mm-hmm. Don't you know? Do not yeah. uh, don't behave. Misbehave. Yeah, behave. Don't Just misbehave. Behave. Yeah, behave. Um, so the kids are sitting in front of the TV. <laughs> And the parents leave, and they just wait outside the door. Mm-hmm. And then the son gets up to do. I think he goes to like open the window. Or yeah, he opens like the window. He's like, "It stinks in here. I'm go- I'm gonna escape." Yeah. So like <laughs> this is and this is interesting. So this third one was directed by Robert Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. interesting because of like as much feet stuff was in it. I was like, "Oh, this is time." Yeah, no, yeah, there was a lot of feet stuff in this. I thought <laughs> it was like, super weird. It was a so it's like immediately as the the parents left, I think the son took off his shoes and mm-hmm. his socks. Yeah, and his sister's like, "Jesus, your well, feet stink." Well, before that, so. The, so, you know, the parents go out for a second. Yeah. He sticks his head out the window. Mm-hmm. I want to escape. And then uh, Antonio Banderas, the dad, comes. He's like, I told you not to behave. Not to misbehave. That was funny. So then uh, Ted comes with the champagne they ordered finally. Yeah. It's too late. So now they can't drink it. Mm-hmm. But now he cuts Ted a deal. He yeah, says, he's hey. Like, he was like, uh, you want to make uh, $500? Yeah. Yes. How about 300 <laughs> Yeah. And he's like, sure. Okay. But then, you know, Ted stands up for yeah. himself. So then he offers them 500 $100. changes to 300 to watch the kids every 30 minutes pop in on yeah. them. Mm-hmm. But then instead, uh, Ted's like, I'll do it for five. And the, this is back and forth. But Ted stands his ground. So he does, as you said, character progression mm-hmm. slash he doesn't care about this job as much anymore. <laughs> he's like, look, man, this has been a crazy freaking night. I don't care as much. I want my money. And then 500 deal. And then, then the parents head out. Mm-hmm. And then the kids have weird feet stuff. Yeah, so the son takes it. I can't remember. I think it was Juan something. No, it was son and daughter. Yeah. It was Juan and Sarah. I know okay. the daughter's name was Sarah. Yes. But so Juan takes his shoes off and his socks. Mm-hmm. And his sister's like, Jesus, your feet stick. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> He's like, that's not me. That's mm-hmm. not me. And so the daughter, being bold, I think mm-hmm. she calls down to Ted yeah, and yeah. says, um, Oh, so the son starts playing with the, uh, the champagne. Oh, yeah, the champagne. And then he also changes the channel to an adult. Mm-hmm. And the sister's like, 
Oh no, no, turn that turn that off. Yeah. So she calls down and he says as she's calling, he's like, ask for a bottle opener. Yeah. And she's like, she calls Ted and she's like, take turn off the adult channel because mm. <laughs> I don't I don't want yeah, my brother yeah. watching it. And t- uh Ted's like, it's not on. Like I'm looking at the room, it's not there. He was like, Well, I'm looking at it, buddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so she asked for a toothbrush. Mm-hmm. And um then I think then she calls another room. Yeah, so then she calls another room. A random, so she asks her brother for a random number. Mm-hmm. And he says 404. I thought he said 409. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah, this is like, <laughs> but, because it was like, I thought that I was, I mean, this is like this inner, inner intersection between mm-hmm. the different stories. Yes. So she calls a room a on room. the fourth floor. Yeah. Which is? And it's Siegfried's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think, this couldn't have been the same time because it was like it was because this happened when uh, so there was a time I think instead in Sig- of Siegfried going to the bathroom I think the first time he did answer the phone. he answered the phone and it was that and it, it was that and it was that interaction oh, where it's okay. like well I have a big gun kid you know we don't have yes. well, we don't have needles we don't have, have needles yeah because she was like they find a needle in the room yeah and she's like does your room have needles because ours does like yeah. <laughs> And this is after, like, they've called Ted a few times. He's mm-hmm. come up, like, once or twice. And then... Yeah. yeah. And he's just like, leave me alone. Like, what are you yeah. doing? And I have his sister's, like, really being man. an yeah. asshole. Being, like, really on it. And it's... Like I said, since it's Rodriguez, it's early Spy Kids. Mm-hmm. That's what I realize. Yeah. It's, it's oh, right, 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 right. girl, Spy, yeah, kid, spy like, Kids. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, they're pestering Teddy's, like, leave me alone. If you leave me alone, I'll bring you milk and cookies. Mm-hmm. And so, like, now the sister takes her shoes off, too, and it's, once again, weird. Like, that was just, a weird scene, man. Yeah. That was a weird scene. <laughs> so what happens is the brother's like, ew, your feet stink. Yeah, so they, 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 obviously, so the, obviously, there's a smell in the room. There's a smell in the room of something. And they assume... Be, and it sparked, it sparked, started, sorry, sparked or whatever, when the, they took their shoes when off. When they took their shoes off. So, but the, there was that weird, I mean, I, I, I want to say it. So, like, the sister, like, sticks her foot out towards her brother and then does this, like, thing. And I'm like, that's uncomfortable. Okay. And I'm like, that's uncomfortable. Was, like, was that from Pulp Fiction? Yeah, right. Like, I'm like, I've seen that in movies where, like, that's in, like, an adult movie. Actually, trend. was it in Dustle Dog? I don't remember what it was. Because there was a weird feet thing from Dustle Dog. Yeah, man. So, but then... It, it, they saved it at the end because it was funny because then she kicks her brother in the face. So yes. I'm like, okay, that happened. Thank God. I was like, thank God. He like saved it a little bit there. So <laughs> so Ted comes back up and he's like, now it's time for y'all to go to bed. Because yep. the parents did say we want them in bed before midnight. Mm-hmm. And so he brings them up milk and cookies. Well, he brings them up milk and saltines. Saltine crackers. Just as good as cookies. <laughs> and he puts them in bed. He's like, go to the bathroom now like, yeah. so you don't get up. And then he, they ask about their pajamas. He's like, nope, you're good. Nope, you're good. Go to, go to sleep. Yeah, go to sleep now. <laughs> and he fine. puts, he tells him a story about how when he, you mm-hmm. know, he was a kid, his babysitter used to put Vic's vapor rub on his yeah. eyes. Which is like so much. Jesus. Yeah, so much. Chinese torture, torture yeah, Because if they open their eyes, their yeah, eyes will burn. burn. Yeah. And it was, I think, what I did appreciate about that scene, it was just like, kids are so gullible. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, oh, God. And they keep their eyes They closed. literally cut their eyes closed. Yeah. So he leaves them. Mm-hmm. And the sister being, oh no! So fireworks go. Yeah, off. I think she. I think they do fall asleep at first, yeah, and then fireworks, fireworks go off. So she wakes up with the she fireworks. She wakes up yeah. and she goes to the bathroom and washes the the vapor rub off her eyes, mm-hmm. and then she turns the TV on. Gets, I think, gets some wine or something like that. Yeah, gets some wine too. There's another bottle of wine. And <laughs> she, being once again, this is a, the subtle things like being siblings instead of walking around the bed. Yeah. Oh, to yeah. go on her side. Yeah. To get it to climb into bed, she literally climbs over her brother like an asshole. Yeah, just bum, 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 bum. <laughs> so he wakes up, because yeah. he hears the TV. He's like, Are you watching TV mm-hmm. with your eyes closed? And he's like, No, just wipe it off, dumbass. Yeah, wash it off. He's going to the bathroom, rinse it off. It's fine. Yeah. 
<laughs> so that was funny. He gets up and he walks right into the wall. And I was yeah, like, I don't know what about. That was funny. So There's some good humor in this. But so so then. For whatever reason, now they're both awake, they're watching mm-hmm. TV. She decides to, once, because there's still the smell. The smell's coming from the bed. They yes. figure out. Yeah. Um, and so she pulls back the mattress, and that was fucking terrible. I gasped. I, I was not ready gasped. for it. Yeah. There is a corpse underneath there's the bed. There's a dead, bloody woman underneath the bed. You know, like, yes. and like a mattress. I'm like, <laughs> and so, like, they called Ted and it was like, you need to call the cops. You need to get up there. And yeah. he's like, go the fuck to sleep. Yeah. He's like, how are you? Like, you have ointment on your eyes. Like, you can't see anything. And she's like, I rinsed it off. You never thought to do that? And he was like, no, no I didn't. <laughs> Maybe got smarter by an eight-year-old there. <laughs> so then Ted goes upstairs, mm-hmm. sees the, the woman. And he keeps calling her a whore. Yeah. <laughs> Which... She could have been. Could have been, but right. we don't know it's, these yeah, it's the 90s. And so, like, Sarah's getting upset by him calling her a whore. Mm-hmm. So, like, she stabbed her with the needle with the that needle. they found. Now, yeah. now the needle makes now sense. Now the needle makes sense. She Possibly probably overdosed. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so they, uh, they're spilling, uh, like, the liquor all yeah. over the place. And the whole, the whole during the whole short, the son kept going for his father's cigarette. Yes. So, like, as his father was, like, combing his hair, mm-hmm. he placed his cigarette that he was smoking on the sink. Yeah. And the son starts, like, he starts smoking, smoking it right in front of the dad. Yeah. And then, like, so the rest of the night, mm-hmm. he keeps getting cigarettes and yeah. trying to, like, so he finally lights <laughs> and he drops it. Mm-hmm. And now the whole fucking room is on, on like, fire. On yeah. fire. You have, yeah, Ted with the needle in his leg. Needle in his leg. <laughs> Hand on, like, the dead woman's heel or, like, ankle, like, like yanking out. Room on fire, fucking uh, the adult film on the TV. Yeah, the adult film on TV. And then, like, as this is happening, because, so Ted, oh. It's when Vendash are coming back. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, now the parents, and he's, like, carrying his wife, because yeah. she apparently and enjoyed the a fuck lot of out fun. of her night. Yeah, exactly. So he's carrying his yeah. wife through the hotel, and they, he opens the door to this scene where room's on fire, Ted's, like, Holding the needle above, holding it, holding head. a needle where it looks like it's about to come down on the boy. The yeah. daughter is like has a the wine bottle in her hand, looks like she's about to like bring it down on Ted's head, and he's holding the dead, you know, yeah. the dead woman in yeah. the bed. And the Antonio Banderas just goes, "Did they misbehave? Did they misbehave?" <laughs> and then the sprinklers go, yeah, and sprinklers and scene. That was funny. That was that a was, great that was way really to end. funny. Yeah, um, <laughs> and very much uh, community. You know that show Community <laughs> when yeah. uh, they go when he comes back with the pizza and like everything's on fire, and you're like. What are their timelines? So after this, mm-hmm. Ted goes downstairs and yep. he's like, I am done. This yeah. is it. I quit. So he, he, calls goes, his boss. he goes to call his boss, mm-hmm. Betty, played mm-hmm. by Kathy Griffin. Yep. And so he calls a house and Marissa Tomei picks up. Her name is mm-hmm. Ma- Marissa? No, it is Margaret. 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 Yeah, yeah. And he's like, <laughs> this is another fun. It was yeah. like, once again, I think these two back to back were like the comedy was there, the storytelling was great. And Tim Roth settles. Like that's what yes, him on the phone. Yeah. When I mentioned the beginning of this, him on the phone here, mm-hmm. he is coherent, not stuttering, not all over the place, mm-hmm. sounds kind of like suave, and is like calmly explaining what the yeah. heck went on. So he's and saying like funny. Yeah, uh, yeah. it started with um him having sex with the, the witches. With the witches. And he was like, he was with a cup and he was like, you put a witch in an oven? Because yeah, <laughs> Marissa told uh, uh, Margaret, yeah, it's yeah. smoking, like it's like after the New Year. So yeah. like they're all playing, like sitting in the living room playing video games. Yeah, it's like four o'clock in She's the morning. She's smoking weed. So like she's yeah. a little bit out of it listening yeah. to his, mm-hmm. this frantic story. Yeah. But then also just like, so was it like an old witch with a wart? It like, was what? a hag. <laughs> was it a hag with a wart? And he was like, well, no, it was a beautiful woman. You're saying that's a bad thing? <laughs> so was just, like, this is so the comedic timing between the both of them. So he's very good. telling her about his night. Mm-hmm. And he's like, where the hell is Betty? She lived there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Margaret gives the phone to Betty and mm-hmm. like, 
Tim, God damn it, Ted yeah. is telling her about his night. He was like, I quit. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. And she's just like, at least for stay the, the night or whatever. Because mm-hmm. she hears the phone ring yeah. and it's from the penthouse. Yes. And like she gives a whole backstory. It's own separate phone line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I was like, yeah, how do you know it's the. Mm-hmm. But so she gives a whole backstory about the hotel and mm-hmm. how the fact that it was like back in the 70s or whatever mm-hmm. it was, it was like celebrities just stay there and like they were renowned for their penthouse. Yes. So that's they don't really care about any other guests, but the penthouse, like they that's make sure matters. that they yeah. keep them happy. So it was just like, you can leave, but like, don't leave before, like, at least answer the phone for the penthouse. Yeah, like, run up, give them whatever they need. It's probably champagne, and then leave. That's yeah. totally fine. And so he answers the phone. He's mm-hmm. like, you know, so, so sorry for the delay. And then it cuts out to the last title screen, which is uh, Penthouse. Mm-hmm. And it is The Man, man from, from Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. Which, uh, man from, The Man from the South is yes. the Roald Dahl short story written in 48. And, and uh, Alfred Hitchcock presents, mm-hmm. they took... Uh, that to be the man from Rio de Janeiro, yes. I think. Mm-hmm. Man from Rio de Janeiro in Alfred Hitchcock's Presents in the 60s. I don't yeah. remember when exactly. And I think that's what, another thing, talking about how how seeing flashes of this this movie in current mm-hmm. you know times, the same thing, seeing how, this is what I love about films, seeing how much directors and actors love mm-hmm. movies. Yes. Because he references mm-hmm. the Hitchcock stuff you know, in, yeah. in this one. So you don't hear what the penthouse wants. Mm-hmm. But you just, you see Tim. He has a cart. He's on his way upstairs. He's yeah. at the penthouse, and before he, the door, like like before he can get to the door, mm-hmm. two women are being kicked out. Yeah. Okay. Get out, you skanks! That's what they said in the movie. Uh, get, and they, they run out naked. Yeah, they, they run, run out, out naked covering. with their clothes. Yeah. <laughs> with their and co- so they go to the to the um, to the elevator, and mm-hmm. Tim continues to the door. Yeah. And when he gets to, to the door, he sees. Angela yep. from the the wrong man. Room two. Yeah, yeah, from the wrong man, 404. Uh, and she's like, hey, hey Ted. Yeah. Ted. <laughs> He's like, is your husband going to be joining us? No, no, he'll be asleep till Christmas. That's why. It's like, it's <laughs> this is weird because it's New Year. Yeah, I mean, so. He's going to sleep for a long time. <laughs> it's not a time works. Man. <laughs> He's like Mariah Carey. He only comes for like one month of the year. <laughs> they resurrect, <laughs> they resurrect from cryogenesis. Um, <laughs> so he walks in mm-hmm. and he gets introduced to Rush. Uh, Rush. It, Chester Rush. Chester Rush. That's Quentin Tarantino. Who is uh, played by Tarantino, who's a Hollywood director. Mm-hmm. He offers him a drink yeah. or whatever. And then, like, he, once again, being Tarantino, just a lot of words. Just yeah. like very much your Hollywood you monologue. Yeah. yeah. So he introduces him to the rest of the people. So he introduces him to Norman mm-hmm. and Leo, played yeah. by Bruce Willis. We hear see Leo in the back on a phone yeah. back and forth. Yeah. And he's like, it's Bruce Willis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce, 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 it's a wave. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't say anything. Yeah. And that was it. That was, I thought it was going to say, with him on the phone, like, I'm on the phone this whole time. Close yeah. the door and then keep going. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Chester is giving this whole monologue about his last film, mm-hmm. what it made and what his next film is going to be. Yeah. And then it's just so much Hollywood, you know, talk. Yeah. And then uh, we get a look at what uh, they requested. Yes. So obviously a bit, you know, uh, more champagne. Mm-hmm. But he asked for, what was it? A block of wood, block of wood, three nails, three nails, um, twine, a ball of twine, a bucket of ice, yep, 
uh, a donut. A donut. <laughs> and the Quintana, that's for me. And he just houses that whole thing. A club sandwich, and that's Angela. for Angela. Yeah. And then the last thing is a hatchet. A hatchet. And so I was like, I saw the wood twine and nails. I was like, uh, uh, got it. Because I didn't realize I didn't you realize know, the story. You realize yeah. until afterwards. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, as soon as that happened, I was like, I know this story. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like they said, when a hatchet so sharp for some, like something. Can so, cut the devil himself or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And so Norman checks the sharpness and it's sharp. Yeah. And then. Um, what happens? So they walked over with items and then why they requested him. Yep. They so, start telling, explaining everything. Yeah. Going let's down. see. And Tarantino talking, talking, talking. Talk, talk, talk. Yeah. Uh, so basically, mm-hmm. Norman has said that he can, and it's also once it's seen, because American Dad did this. Oh, yeah. Where yeah. like, uh, he was like, I can start this more 10 times in a row, or you can take a cut off my leg. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, I love seeing, once again, seeing Roald Dahl's a genius. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> Crazy stuff. I know there was some other stuff that came out with them, but from a pure literary standpoint, yeah. phenomenal. So, Norman has challenged mm-hmm. that if he can start his Zippo lighter 10 times in a row, yeah. he gets Chester's car. Yes. Because Norman drives his Honda shit or yeah. whatever, but he was like, he wants Chester's And Chester has, it's like featured on magazines. Yeah. People are like this. Chester Rush is known for his car. Directing and his car is like, from all the monologuing, that's what we get. And so like, uh, <laughs> and it's like, I mean, they've been talking about it all night. You might as well do it. Yeah. So and, to make sure everyone understands. The bet is it lights the lighter 10 times. So it's like that old, um, Bic, not Bic lighter. It's like uh, Zippo. Zippo. Yeah, the old Zippo lighter where it's like, they don't always light every time. Mm-hmm. So you have, you have to like, you know, spin the wheel and press it down to actually light it. Mm-hmm. So it's, if he can do that 10 times, he gets the car. If not, they cut off Norman's finger. Yes. Yeah. And so Ted's like, cool. I'm out. Yeah, like, cool. Thank you. Great. <laughs> you know, mess up the room. I'm going to shit. He's like, do whatever you want, but I am not here for this. Yeah. Uh, so he goes to leave at Chester stop. So he yeah. says, money. <laughs> he's like, we need you to be the one. Mm-hmm. If, you know, if Norman gets jumpy, we need you to be the one to cut his, yeah. uh, cut his finger off. Mm-hmm. And so, Ted's like, no, I'm not doing that. So they, like you said, Chester offers him a hundred dollars just to sit and listen to yeah. their to their This was a great scene. Yeah. This part was phenomenal. And that's what I'm saying. This yeah. very reminded me of uh Reservoir Dogs. Okay. Yes. Uh, like kind of that that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but the lead up also what, what I will say about this one, it was like I think it might have been one shot. The whole this whole yeah, this you whole can see the camera because it was like, it kept leaning in and out, yeah. but it was just like there was no real cuts. Yeah, clear. Yeah, clearly the dude like you could see the camera actually like, go and walk and turn. Yeah, and even yeah. like there was one point where it was like as Chester's monologue about his moves and stuff mm-hmm. like that, it goes and looks at Jennifer Beal and she's yeah. just like, "What? Yeah, okay, <laughs> like, what, are you, what are you doing?" Yeah, uh, but yeah, so they he says we'll offer you a hundred dollars just to listen to us. Yes, or whatever. So they. Give them the whole background. He's saying like, so this is what you could make, mm-hmm. and every time hundred dollars. He's yeah. like, this is a this is the pile you have right now. This is the pile you could yeah. have. So sixty seconds. Bruce Willis starts the timer. Yeah. So it's just, just listen to it for sixty seconds. You can make a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. But if you do it, you can make a thousand. Yes. After. <laughs> so it's just like, and that's what you're saying. It was so funny. It was like this whole monologue about like this is what we're gonna do. This is what we want to do. This is yeah. why we want to do it. So much talking, and then mm-hmm. finally you get to the moment. Where we're just like, all right. Let's go on with the the zip up. Yeah, because once it's a thousand, uh, Ted is like, "Yep, all right, I'm in." And, he, and, then, and again, he Tim Roth really settled. Like in this, he's settled into the mm-hmm. role now. He has like a good smile. He's like, "I got you. I'll do it." For a so thousand. Norman goes to <laughs> there's a place. Norman's hand on the the block of the wood, cutting board. Yep, out. Pinky out, and he go, goes to light the zip up. First one fails. <laughs> Ted immediately cuts it. <laughs> No fucking hesitation. It was like that's what was amazing because yeah. it was like once again so much hype to it, so much hype yeah. to it. You think it's going to be like they're going to build? It's going to happen. I, I thought maybe no. he'll get like nine. Yeah, 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 that yeah, tenth yeah. one. No, no, first one fucks it up. 
immediately loses his pinky. Grabs all the money. Ted collects the money. He get, collects the hundred. Collects the nine hundred. <laughs> he walks out. And walks out there. <laughs> and it was like, and then I said, you get the credits. And yeah. so as the credits are rolling, mm-hmm. you see the chaos that is in the room. Yeah. We're like. Norman, Chester, and Leo. So <laughs> they're trying to like get his finger, yeah. like so they can get him to put it on the ice. Put it on the ice. Like you hear it off screen. Like you just see the elevator that you know Ted just walked through dancing, and then it closes, and then like Norm, the guy with his pinky cut off, like stumbles under the wall, and in the back, you're like, put it on ice. Oh God, call the doctor. Call the doctor. And it, 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 like so, yeah. Like I said, the, the the final two very made the movie. Yes, for sure. Um, it was a great end. And it was that was it was a very good end for that. It really makes up for a lot of what happened beforehand. Yeah. So but, yeah, that's that's yeah, cool. and that is four rooms. <laughs> uh, as always, at the end, we like to think, "Hey, would you like to change anything with your rating, Mike?" I would. Okay, I will change. I'll go two and a half. Wow. And, and I think after talking through, mm-hmm. ter- like, because I I don't like seeing Tarantino's face. Yeah, it always looked like somebody farted in his face, and then they took a picture. Like at that moment, like, let it be known, <laughs> this is one half of the meddling kids. <laughs> he, does not speak. he does not speak for everyone. In the I can't stand Tarantino's face, but as a director and as a visionary, mm-hmm. I do. And so, it was, and also the way that he was able to pull this all together, it yeah. was really, it was really, it was really done well. So I'll give it a two and a half. Yeah, I'll bump it up a half for the fourth. Um, okay, for the fourth short. I'm sticking with two out of five. Just because the end was good doesn't mean the beginning, middle, <laughs> and, the beginning and middle and lead up was good. Uh, yeah, I'm keeping the two and a half five. Again, it's entertaining. If solely from, though I will say, I'll change one thing, is if you're going to watch this movie, and I was talking about how like Ted, the bellhop, has changed as the movie mm-hmm. progressed, you kind of want to see that change. Yeah. So mm-hmm. actually, yeah. So don't even watch it just for the end two you know, sequences. Start from the beginning, watch everything. Yeah, it's also, you get to see... Well, because be yeah, it was like I think yeah, it's, yeah. that makes sense though, right? It's yeah. his first night. He's, mm-hmm. he's but after going through the first, just, I guess after having a gun put to the yeah, face, right, you're just like he's right, just cool. like all right, we're good. Yeah, I'm chopping man's pinky off for a thousand bucks. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah. And I think that's what's <laughs> interesting going from the 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 hostage situation in 404 yeah. to like uh, Rugrats. Oh, yeah. Because like. <laughs> <laughs> it happens at the same like time. Like Looney Tunes. Yeah, shit. those happened at the same time. He would literally, like in between, he was told to look at the kids and in between being told to look at the kids, that's when he went he to 404. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so come back with the kids, he's like freaking out. So, but yeah, en- entertaining movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, I will put it at that. <laughs> but again, thank you so much for listening. We are uh, the Meddling Kids. This was Ramblings from Two Meddling Kids. If you'd like to reach out to us, you have any movie suggestions or want to leave a nice comment, you can find us on at Two Meddling Kids for Twitter and Instagram and YouTube. Uh, we'd love to see you there. We have shorts coming out every Tuesday and Thursday of Guess That Movie, a little trivia, which has gotten a fair amount of traction, which is a lot of fun. We should be dropping something else soon, too. Mike, how can they reach out to you? At, on Instagram at Days from Legendary. Perfect. And if you'd like to reach out to me, I'm at EdHunt77 on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, also, my apologies. Our Gmail is twomeddlingkids at gmail.com. Please feel free. Reach out to us anytime. Again, comic is coming. Um, what I'm going to start doing is showing little panels and would love to honestly hear what everyone thinks about it. But thank you so much for listening. We will see you soon. And I hope you had a great start to your new year. Catch everybody.